0: hi i'm spencer and i'm blake
1: and you're You're about about to get get jumped.
0: jumped welcome to episode 151 of blake and spencer get jumped a weekly podcast where we watch the anime so you don't have to but you should still totally watch the anime this week on get jumped we're watching naruto shippuden episodes 39 through 43 where yamato warms up his vocal cords naruto's cloak is hurting his body and Orochimaru crawls out of his own mouth.
1: There is something to be said about how creepy it is that someone climbs out of his own mouth. I will say that there is a part of me that every time I watched this just felt so icky about the fact that in the night, maybe, little people will crawl out of your mouth. And then I thought to myself, don't think this. And now I'm like, oh, God, I'm going to have nightmares. Anyways, let's jump in. All right. (laughs) So... (laughs) Yeah, it's it's definitely one of those like weird things that I was like, I'll never have this fear, and now I'm like, okay, I guess this is the new creepy pasta for me. The fear
0: of tiny people climbing out of your mouth while you sleep.
1: Yeah, yeah, not not them climbing back in; they're just escaping from me. Yeah, they're
0: already in there.
1: Yeah. Okay. So, uh a couple of things before we get started with the episodes this week. First and foremost, our Discord is heating up, so you should go over and join it. Uh also, I have started a a new fun thing which is Soundtrack for Your Day where people are posting the different like music they're listening to throughout the day. It's really fun, uh and it's really interesting to find out what other people are listening to, and, like not just the anime fun stuff, but also the just fun good stuff throughout the day. So that's fun. Yeah. Um that's Also, uh yeah, the go ahead with... news. <laughs> oh yeah, are you uh are you pointing
0: out to that news or do you have other news?
1: No, the other news that I have uh is just relating to exactly what you were about to talk about, which is that My Hero Academia is coming out with uh season 5 and I am super pumped for it.
0: Pretty soon, right? Uh let's see. Mm-hmm. No no no. Blah, 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 This is an article. It's from comicbook.com. Do not play a video at me, comicbook.com. No, no. Uh, so yeah, uh, March 27th, which is tomorrow. If you're listening to this as early as it comes out. And by the way, we're recording this kind of late because I was on a trip. I'm going to talk about that in a second. So I don't even know if it's tomorrow. It might be today or yesterday this might come out late because we're behind schedule because I had stuff going on in my personal life. If it does not come out late, it's because Rashad is an actual literal wizard. So uh, anyway, (laughs) March 27th year of our Lord 2021 is the new season of my hero academia, which is so soon that it's basically now.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's really exciting and I am pumped to watch it and the biggest reason I am pumped to watch it is something that I cannot talk about on this show without giving you insanely major spoilers from the manga. Yeah, because so you're, you're not caught up.
0: You're, you have read ahead. Are you completely caught up with the current state of the manga?
1: No. So, I have started to do uh, something that was suggested to me by a Redditor who uh, told me to give My Hero Academia, as well as a couple of other manga, about 50 chapters of go time, before jumping back in, because I am a binge reader. Mm. So, I am giving each one of the different manga that I'm following enough time to get about 50 chapters ahead. And then I will binge 50 chapters and I liken it to uh, watching a very long movie or a miniseries, uh, because I can bang out a lot of them very, very fast. And yeah. that's what I did with the last My Hero Academia arc before it finished. And holy crap, was it worth it? It was <laughs> It was so amazing. The the sequences that happen inside, I just, I cannot tell you enough how good it is, but also I cannot tell you anything that happens because it is major, major spoilers. Well, you know, it's so, no secret
0: anyways. that we are both huge fans of the series. I've read a little bit of the manga, but not past, I have not read any parts of the manga that I have not also seen animated. And I have seen up into, but not through season four. So I'm super not caught up, whereas you're living on the other end where you're anticipating things that you know are going to happen in the anime but have not been animated yet. So, you know, someday we'll meet in the middle and we'll be able to talk about it all. <laughs> yep. Uh, yep. I know. Um, also, I was going to say, you know, a longstanding established fact about us. But if you're new around here, maybe you don't know this. I am not a binge watcher. I like to watch little tiny pieces of a, like a hundred things in a rotation and so i progress through things extremely slowly because i enjoy the suspense of not knowing what has happened spencer is the opposite he likes to consume things and the suspense drives him crazy so uh, i i think that's a really good system for you to uh you know pick it up consume it and then set it aside for a while and do something else until it's you know gotten ahead of you as well uh that's cool I, I would also argue that uh, I really enjoy my way of doing things, but jumping ahead a little bit to our uh, Naruto coverage that we're going to be getting to pretty soon, uh, the episodes that we're covering today I think are very bingeable, and I remember in my youth watching them as they came out and finding them interminable, and I actually really enjoyed them today, so I think they are better consumed in a single sitting. <laughs> um yeah before we get to I, that
1: i loved these episodes
0: yeah i hated them when i first watched them even though i thought what was happening in the story was really cool but i thought that the decompressed storytelling which is totally still here was just devastating and i did not mind it nearly as much this time around we're gonna cover that in a second uh personal plug i went on a trip uh the trip was to greensboro north carolina which i i don't know That there's really any reason to go to Greensboro, like, you know, I used to live in Chicago and San Francisco and I understand like why people are drawn there and I could tell you various things to do in Greensboro. I can't be like this is, you know, there are, you know, these these theaters or these monuments or whatever that are sort of like of general cultural interest. And all that said, I thought it was really awesome. It was a really cool place to be. We had really good food. We did really fun stuff. And I just really, really enjoyed my time there. And I was super surprised. So if you're in Greensboro, congratulations. If you haven't been to Greensboro and you want to go somewhere that's kind of like low-key cool, uh, Greensboro maybe is worth considering. Um, Also, I was there for a friend's wedding, Alan and Mackenzie. I know Alan has listened to our show before, particularly Naruto episodes I don't know if he's a current listener, but if he is, congrats on your wedding, Alan. Um, that was awesome. It was a very good wedding. And uh, Mackenzie is the prettiest bride I've ever seen. Uh, but I think Spencer would disagree with me on that because uh, he offense. is also married to a
1: bride. But that was years ago. I don't remember anything about that. <laughs> uh, also, also Blake was a bride at one point. <laughs> I was.
0: And I was the, the prettiest girl in the ball.
1: <laughs> he was the burliest bride. Uh,
0: yeah, <laughs> that's a good one. Um, the last thing is news I just saw on Twitter uh, that I'm a little confused by. I haven't talked to her about this, but we, Spencer and I, both have a friend we went to college with uh, named Danny. She has a relatively respectable Twitter presence because she works with a uh, tiny little internet production called Critical Role that you may have heard of because it's not tiny at all. It's very very popular. Uh, it's it's kind of the uh more well-known version of one of our sister podcasts in our own podcast network which is knights of the rolled table it is a listen to people play rpgs aka like dungeons and dragons and the like um it's done by a lot of professional voice actors she does not she's not a performer on it uh although i do think she has a podcast or youtube show or something like that that she does or has done in the past that uh is like a It's kind of like an after the show uh, interview segment or something like that. So uh, she does a lot of work on that. People know who she is. Uh, She is apparently writing or helping to write the very first novelization of some of Critical Role's storytelling. I found this out on Gizmodo, which was an article that was linked to by her. So it seems pretty, pretty uh, trustworthy. The article does not mention her name and the person it says is writing it is a guy named Liam O'Brien. I don't think that's a pen name of hers, so uh, she must be writing it with him or working on it in some way. She her tweet said that she was writing it and was sort of thanking the Critical Role team for trusting them with her with, with trusting her with their story. So I don't know exactly the the details. I'll try to get them from her, but she's a personal friend. She works on this big show. I think that uh, you know nerd culture crossover being what it is some of you out there listening may not have heard of this and may be very interested in it so the critical role novel is coming out my friend is working on it uh sorry our friend is working on it and uh that is cool and if you're into that stuff you may find yourself looking for that soon because it comes out this year
1: yeah yeah With all that being said, we do have anime uh, to cover this week, and so let's go ahead and jump in with previously on Naruto Shippuden.
0: Yeah, Naruto Shippuden is a sequel series to the original series Naruto, which we have covered in its entirety here. If you're reading along instead of watching along, it is not a sequel series. There's just a time skip. They do not put the name Shippuden on it. Don't get confused. Uh, The series follows a kid named Naruto, who uh, is about 15 at the time in the story we are at right now. He started off as kind of a loudmouth, not very good at anything character who has become a little bit less loudmouth, although not completely less, and uh, has also become much more uh, confident and skilled. Um, he is training to be a ninja, and of course that means anime ninja. So they wear you know bright colors and breathe fire and stuff like that. Uh, cool anime shit, not like real life ninjas. Um, he. Uh, also has a secret that is uh, becoming less and less of a secret by the day, which is that a giant demon fox is stuck inside of his body. The demon fox was terrorizing the village when he was a bebe. And in order to seal it away, they decided to put it inside of him. He didn't know this for a long time, but now he does. Um, And there's this cool thing that happens where sometimes when Naruto gets pissed off, he turns into a sort of foxify diversion of himself because the nine-tailed fox demon that lives inside of him starts to kind of seep out. Uh, That might be relevant today. Sakura is his teammate. She is a medical ninja who has a long history with him. They were also on a team as youths with a kid named Sasuke, who's the dark, brooding, good-at-everything kid, who decided to go over to the bad guy's team. The bad guy, specifically in this scenario, was a dude named Orochimaru, who has a real thing for snakes, And for never dying, uh, Orochimaru uses some techniques to never die, basically by swapping bodies with people or uh, kind of taking over their bodies. And um, that way he can dodge around whatever affliction keeps fucking following him to try and kill him. I think it's just this isn't your body-itis, but uh, whatever it is, he is trying not to die from it and keeps taking over people's bodies to do so. Sasuke went to his team to try and get stronger, Uh, secretly Orochimaru intends to take over Sasuke's body so that he can have Sasuke's special jutsu that you can't get anywhere else. And uh, so maybe that will come to a head in time, but it hasn't yet. And Naruto and Sakura are determined to get Sasuke back. They are maybe going to be meeting up with one of Orochimaru's subordinates because they heard news from this dude named Sasori, who's a guy they fought recently recently, and a member of a big bad evil organization called the Akatsuki that is after people like Naruto who have giant demons sealed inside of them. Dutsusori was beaten by Sakura and another character who's not in this arc, and as a reward for this, he told them that he has a mole in Orochimaru's organization, and that that mole is supposed to meet him on a bridge in some days from then. Those days are now in our coverage, and Sakura and Naruto have teamed up with new characters, Yamato, who's kind of a weirdo that has wood powers, and Psy, who's even more of a weirdo who has super drawing powers. And uh, Sai met with another old dude named Donzo, who we haven't met before, but seems kind of sinister, but also is part of the good guy's village, so who knows what's going on there. Anyway, Sai has been sort of untrustworthy and mysterious, And maybe his connection with this mysterious and seemingly untrustworthy character might be relevant today also. And finally, there's a character that works with Orochimaru who used to be part of the Leaf Village where Naruto and everybody are from. But uh, expatriated to Orochimaru's team, that's a guy named Kabuto. And uh, we'll, we'll also be seeing him today, as we'll discover here in episode 39.
1: All right. Episode 39, The Tenchi Bridge. The bridge that you were wondering about from our previous episode, where we talked about episodes that are full of snakes on bridges. Yeah, and it's not the Muyo so, Bridge, it's the Tenchi Bridge. Don't get confused. Yeah, yeah. Otherwise, there would just be such a harem of just silly characters on this bridge. Would it be a bridge just
0: harem s- or would it be something else?
1: It would just be lots of different bridges that have sexual attraction to a, a, a teenage bridge. boy who who lives inside of a old old place where they do ceiling things. It is anyways, sad that
0: we don't talk enough about the sex lives of bridges.
1: Yeah. Anyways, uh so Yamato decides that he wants to get into a disguise to look like Sasori before he goes and meets <laughs> with the secret person on the bridge and he does it in his woody woody ways
0: (laughs) (laughs) he also does it in a way that is both like really interesting totally believable world building and stupid to the point of hilarious
1: (laughs) yeah i think it i think it it honestly sort of falls more on stupid hilarious more than it falls on the normal world building. It's just, stuff.
0: it's just the way they do it. He he's specifically trying to get the voice right and he starts it off like a theater major preparing to sing and it's just goofy. <laughs>
1: But um, other than that, he's going to get into his wood shell that looks like Sasori's puppet body that he was traveling around in. And he goes and meets the spy on the bridge. It turns out to be Kabuto. Uh what? Kabuto, if you don't remember, is a a medical ninja who traveled around with Orochimaru and worked as his sidekick way, way long ago inside of the original Naruto series. Yeah, he's shown up a few
0: times, and his role each time has been to be a seemingly trustworthy, definitely not trustworthy guy who's very skilled.
1: Yeah, so what he ends up doing here is that he is going to express that he was under the control of Sasori's technique, which... If you don't remember from previous episodes of Naruto Shippuden, it, it gives Sasori the ability to take over somebody's mind by making them a secret mole. Yeah, he kind so of they don't... candidates them, right? That's what that movie is about, isn't it? It's sort of. So what's going to happen is that when the... When the ability turns on, it it's, it's almost as if it flips a switch inside of your brain that makes you realize that you are a mole that is being controlled by Sasori, and you want to do everything to make Sasori happy. So, he thinks that he is still under control here, or at least he says that he thinks that he does. And then Orochimaru shows up right before Kabuto is getting a little bit suspicious of fake Sasori Yamato, and right before they they decide to turn on Orochimaru and fight Orochimaru, Sasori is... Fake Sasori is going to be stabbed in the head by Kabuto, who it turns out uh, Kabuto actually knew all along that Sasori wasn't well, actually, no. He knew all along that he wasn't actually being controlled by Sasori because Orochimaru figured that shit out a long time ago. Yeah. He turned that off, but he let he let Kabutu come to this place to pretend that he was still under Sasori's control so that yeah. you might be able to get Sasori in a position where he could be killed. It's because a, Orochimaru doesn't like the Akatsuki. No, it's a double cross
0: because, uh, yep. Kabuto is supposed to be a secret agent for Sasori, but he's actually gone over to the team that he's theoretically spying on and is using this, his, his presumed secret agent-ness to, Agent to double-cross Sasori so that Orochimaru can f- presumably kill him. Because Sasori is mm. from the Akatsuki. And actually, I don't think we know this yet in the story, but uh, we will find that Orochimaru also is associated with the Akatsuki, but in a way that he doesn't like anybody from the Akatsuki and nobody from the Akatsuki likes him. So he's, like, sort of technically a member Maybe in the past. I don't remember. We'll
1: get to it in the story eventually, but... uh, He's like that member that nobody invites to the after parties. Yeah,
0: everybody hates him, and they all want him dead. And apparently Sasori especially so, who has stated that he would like to execute him himself. So that's cute. And then Kabuto was apparently his mole, but maybe an unwilling mole because of this mind-control jutsu. But then Kabuto is like, I... Orochimaru found out about the mind control jutsu forever ago like basically as soon as I came into his employ and he expelled the jutsu and then Yamato who Kabuto this is not important but it's just kind of an interesting trivia Kabuto does not know that Yamato is not Sasori because Sasori always stayed inside this giant puppet so people really generally don't know what Sasori looks like so Kabuto assumes mm-hmm. this is the actual Sasori because Yamato's disguise was really really good but it's not it's Yamato and Orochimaru is going to tell him that in a second but before that yamato is like wait how so did orochimaru then put you under his own spell and kabuto is like no i just really liked orochimaru's vibe so i work with him voluntarily
1: yeah yeah he he wants to hang out with orochimaru that's his big thing yeah he, he smells what orochimaru
0: to... is stepping in
1: yeah he smells what orochimaru is cooking and he wants to eat it. he's picking up what he's putting um, down <laughs> He's uh, playing in his yard with his own set of balls. Anyways, (laughs) um, (laughs) Uh, Orochimaru is actually aware of Yamato's teammates, and he calls them forward to the bridge, and that takes us into episode 40, The Nine Tales Unleashed. Wait, wait, wait. You skipped a thing. Oh, oh, well, I thought it sort of happens in this episode as well. Okay, well, let's do it now, then. Okay, so it turns out that Yamato is a thought to be failed experiment by Orochimaru to use uh H- Hashirama's cells uh who was I think what the second Hokage or first Hokage He was the first one. Um, the second one was yeah, the water deer. Fir- yeah, the first Hokage and he tried to use the cells in order to create another version of uh Hashirama. Yeah, if you might he remember all of these Oroch- failed
0: Orochimaru's whole deal is that he wants to have all the jutsu's. But the problem is that some of the jutsus are special. They're what's called kekkei genkai. And so you can't have them unless you inherit them. And that's part of the reason that Orochimaru does things like, you know, seduce Sasuke to his side. Because Sasuke has a kekkei genkai. And Orochimaru's body possession technique means that he can get it for himself. And usually that's not allowed. Hashirama, I don't remember if his is kekkei genkai or if it's just a really secret technique.
1: I believe it's a, it's a, it's a genkai. I it's, think uh, because so. But it's uh, because yeah. it combines together two different, um, normally your, your chakra wouldn't be able to go into multiple different directions at the same time, um, and have like different, uh, abilities at the same time, unless it's a Kikai Genkai. Um, and his, his is that he can control earth and water at the same time. He is like really close to being Captain Planet. <laughs> yeah. And what he can do with this is that he can create wood jutsu.
0: Yeah. Cause your jutsu comes in one of five elements The Earth, Wind, Fire, Water, and Lightning. And uh, generally, I don't know that we've learned this yet in the show, but we will learn it and ship it in at some point. Generally speaking, ninja have access to two of them at a time. We have seen some ninja be able to work around this, like Kakashi using the Sharingan Eye, which is a Keke Genkai. Keke Genkai pretty much are the only things that can break those rules, or maybe, I don't know, magic shit for a movie. But uh, more or less, those are the rules, and they are unflinchingly rigid. Um, Orochimaru is obsessed with finding ways around those rules, and it sounds like he did some human experimentation in the past. And I did not remember this at all, and literally thought that Yamato was just Hashirama's uh, heir. And I guess not. So, uh, fuck me, I guess.
1: Yeah, it turns out that Blake does not have a perfect recall, and uh, is also uh, stupid at times, so whatever. Sometimes,
0: a lot of the time.
1: (laughs) Yeah, okay. So, the other thing that happens inside of this episode is one thing, and that is that uh, Naruto is going to have a DBZ-style power-up sequence, and it happens for the entirety of the episode. Yeah. He is going to have the fox cloak that starts to appear around him. It goes all the way to three tails, and before it goes to four tails, um, they're going to leave the ridge. But before that happens, Yamato is going to remember that Jiraiya is like, hey, so naruto showed off that this fox cloak thing can happen when he loses his cool. be aware of it and if it goes to four tails you have to stop it before it goes to five tails and preferably before it goes to four tails because if it does you might die and then he shows off under his under his like chain mail that he wears that number one it, he's ripped yeah. and number two uh he has a huge x-shaped scar on his chest where probably naruto tried to rip his heart out while he was in the fox cloak yeah and uh here's a it weird seems to thing. be bad this is a flashback
0: to it's, not, it's a flashback this is a thing that happens in naruto but we also just saw this flashback i'm pretty sure we covered this on our last coverage for naruto Also not unheard of for Naruto to use the same flashback in quick succession. Uh, I do recall there was at least one episode in the original Naruto anime where they did the same flashback twice in an episode with no alterations. Yeah. So this isn't unheard of, but it is a little odd. That said, it works super well here. Um, And it is a, a the flashback is longer this time. So we get a little bit new information Um, And that information, it's stuff you could have kind of inferred, but there's, there's some things that I don't remember Jiraiya saying in the original, the the first time this flashback showed up, which is, Hey, he keeps getting more tails and that's going to happen. Like there is, there's a sort of inevitability to the foreboding prediction that Jiraiya makes here. That is something about this is getting worse. And the supposition is that the seal used to put the fox in naruto when he was a bebe is weakening and that this weakening is causing naruto to to basically turn more and more into the fox demon itself each time he loses control and so that jiraiya is like not only does he get stronger with the more tails that show up And we find out that he is able to kind of keep some version of control and consciousness up through three tails. But at four, he loses control and basically becomes an unconscious monster lashing out at people. Uh, But also he is um, basically inevitably going to proceed past four tails, and this is just going to keep getting worse until presumably at nine, he just turns into the demon itself, probably by no longer being able to um, like hold it back or or turn back. Um, although they don't go that far into like describing exactly how that would happen. Uh, and I'm definitely conjecturing here, but uh, that seems to be the situation is that it looks pretty dire. And uh, I like this flashback because it gives us new information um, that... I think is a part of why this series of episodes works so well, which is this is a bad situation. And it is very clear at all times that things are bad and they might not get good again.
1: Yeah, it is. It is very dire. The situation could, could easily boil over at any moment. Um, speaking of boiling over Naruto's is shown basically to be completely losing himself to the fox inside of him. Oh and yeah, that takes us into episode forty-one. The top secret mission begins. Yeah, we're gonna see something
0: he- here as because Naruto's gonna turn into the four tails fox. Obviously, this is going to happen, or else they wouldn't have brought it up earlier. That's how storytelling works. But uh, in the flashback, one other thing we remember is that as he loses control more and more, particularly going into the fourth stage the chakra pouring out of his body is so intense and is coming out in such degrees that it starts to rip his skin off. And so Mm -hmm. you'll see that he looks like a big sort of black red blob. And that's because he is basically a skinless bloody form. And the good news is that the Fox chakra inside of him will heal him. The bad news is that uh, the more this happens, the more of a toll it's going to take on Naruto and will probably ultimately lead to him dying young. Um, so that's bad, too, and also really adds a lot of tension to this that we're going to be going into.
1: Yeah, it, it, it makes it to where you start to realize that there is something really wrong in the state of Denmark here <laughs> yeah. with Naruto. And if he doesn't get control over it, something really bad is going to happen, probably his death. Anyways, uh, Naruto is going to, first and foremost, slap Kabuto away with his chakra when Kabuto runs at him so hard that he slaps into Sakura first knocking her out and then flies across the place and slams into a tree breaking the tree in half then Naruto is going to slap Orochimaru um, or attempt to slap at Orochimaru. Orochimaru is going to be like nope and he jumps away and Naruto uh, flies after him so hard and so fast that it blows up the bridge and uh Sakura starts to fall down away from the bridge. Yeah, she is
0: going to uh unconsciously fall to her death and Sai is going to make a bird cuz Sai is able to draw his special power is that he can draw pictures and then make those pictures become like 3D, you know, giant sized versions of the pictures that he can interact with or or like control or whatever. So he makes a big ink bird to fly on And he starts flying down where Sakura is falling and presumably is going to rescue her. But instead, he just fucking passes her by. Definitely within reach. He could totally have rescued her. He just doesn't. Mm. And Yamato yeah, and the reason, is not into this.
1: <laughs> yeah. The reason why Sai reveals is that he is actually on a secret mission by by Danzo. And this secret mission is to go get additional information from Orochimaru of some kind. Yeah, we Sai is kind of sus. Yeah, he sort of sucks. And uh, instead, Yamato is, uh, is just like, okay, I'll just grab her with a branch and it'll be fine. And that's what happens. Um, and then Naruto goes into four tail mode and, uh, it, things start to get a little bit crazy, not as crazy as they're about to get, but... Uh, the last thing that is going to happen that is weird and gross inside of this episode is that Yamato is going to make a wood clone and his wood clone making skills is just such a gross look. It's like wood coming out of his body and turning into another wood form of himself. And then he like cuts off the wood umbilical cord. Yeah, Yamato really,
0: Yamato's got wood, you know?
1: Yeah, he's got a, he's got He's got all the wood. He's just wood. He is going to send his wood clone to chase after and see what is going on with Naruto and Orochimaru. And so he realizes, yeah, he realizes that he also needs to figure out when he needs to make his final move in order to help Naruto. And uh, we'll find out about that after. These next episodes, which is episode 42, Orochimaru versus the Jinjuriki Yeah, so... This uh, uh, is a good fight that also has weird 3D animation. Yeah, <laughs>
0: definitely. A little bit of, like, early PlayStation animation here, but, uh... The, um... The, uh... Something that Spencer just alluded to that I don't think we've said that's important is that one of the reasons Yamato is on this mission, and one of the reasons that we saw that flashback a second ago, is that there is something about Yamato's power set that will allow him to magically see reseal Naruto, like the, he just has the ability to put Naruto back to normal. Uh, it's not He can't just do it like he's got to he's got to like do a process. But uh, that is one of the major reasons why he was selected to lead this mission was because he knows that Naruto can lose control, that it's bad and how to fix it.
1: Yeah, and he he has apparently one of the only power sets that lets you do that. And so before that happens, though, Naruto and Orochimaru are going to get into a fight. And this fight is insane because everything that naruto does is number one incredibly powerful and should defeat orochimaru outright very quickly it does indeed break orochimaru's body over and over again which takes us to the thing that we talked about inside of the cold open which is that uh, orochimaru every time he gets hit by one of these attacks is just gonna like get out of his own mouth and be like okay (laughs) yeah i'm in a new body and I have regenerated myself But every time he does this, his link to his body starts to deteriorate and he starts to be rejected from his regeneration jutsu. And so he gets weaker and weaker each time that he has to do this. And uh, the creepiest thing that he does in one of these is that there's going to be a moment where he gets like just sliced in half. Oh, yeah. And he then like catches his top of his body with the bottom part of his body and then like spins around like a... Uh, a horror thing from Nightmare Before Christmas. It's just yes, yeah. horrifying.
0: Orochi Mario makes a really good villain because he's associated with snakes, and and uh, many people are made uncomfortable or fearful by snakes, so that works really well. But he also is slithery and creepy himself in a way that not only evokes snakes but can be really like stomach turning or off putting because. He's a human whose body is not working like a human and he's doing all these kind of like horror movie moves and it works so well. And it makes him seem like a really good villain because he's super creepy and like an actually dangerous competent ninja because his techniques can do wild things that don't seem like they should be possible and they feel unpredictable and mysterious In a way where you're like, this guy could get me at any moment if I let my guard down. Uh, Mm -hmm. That doesn't seem as true with Naruto. Because Naruto is definitely the one on the offensive here. Every time Orochimaru attacks him, it does not go well. And uh, Naruto is just kind of sitting there being a rage monster with that rage. Sort of undirected, but Orochimaru is kind of the only target nearby, so he's getting it. Um, And one of the things I love about this is just how intense and powerful this is and this is a this is a real paradigm shift for for naruto the character and the series we are kind of aware that this stuff can happen but even when naruto does his insane fight with sasuke at the end of the original series he puts on the fox cloak there too but he's in charge he is not this is Not to the same degree, but it's It's basically like the fox demon escaping and rampaging, which we have seen uh, indicated in flashbacks, but we have not seen the reality of that before. This feels like something else and something new and something truly dangerous for everyone involved. Like Orochimaru is holding his own, but he could die if he messes up uh sakura sai anybody that gets too close to naruto could potentially be in danger and because of what we know about what this transformation does to naruto he could be in danger too and i think that's what makes this work so well is that the power level that we're seeing here is a huge increase on what we've seen before without sort of shitting the bed by making it a permanent increase it feels like something special and uh and, you you know, uniquely dangerous for this moment um, rather than being, like, a shark jumping moment. And it also feels indiscriminately dangerous. You know, there's there's a sense that, like, Naruto is the protagonist. The series is named after him. He's probably going to be fine in all of these previous fights. In this one, that is twisted on its head a little bit because... He's the one that is basically playing the role of the villain here. Like Orochimaru is definitely still the villain, but this fight doesn't feel like our hero facing off against the villain. It feels like like two villains fighting and our heroes being in danger of what might happen in this fight. And it works really, really well.
1: Yeah, Orochimaru is going to use one of his final techniques, which is uh, make a giant version of your neck and put a <laughs> head at the end of it, and then shoot a big long sword that stabs at your opponent. Yeah, the physics of this turns-
0: don't work at all. He also like spit out a ton of snakes earlier that all had swords in their mouths, and I loved that.
1: Yeah. So, it turns out, though, that part of the fox cloak's ability is to create a hardening effect on the outside of the wearer of it. And because of this, the sword cannot penetrate through Naruto. And so Naruto is just thrown into the side of a cliff and then is just standing there while a sword pins him down and just tries to stab at him. That takes us into episode 43, Sakura's Tears, where Sakura is just like, oh God, what's happening to you, Naruto? I'm going to go help you and cry at you, and it's going to wake you up. And in a rom-com movie or something of that sort, that may have happened. You know, honestly, in in
0: previous Naruto conflicts, that may have happened, but the vibe here is real different. (laughs)
1: Yeah, not in Shippuden and no. not this time. It turns out what she does what she doesn't know is that Naruto is not under control at all. And so instead of actually dealing with her, he just slaps her away and she hits the ground hard, so hard that it seems like she might be injured gravely. And so uh they they team up with a uh, unlikely helper, which is Kabuto, Kabuto is going to heal the horrible burn mark that is shaped like a hand on her arm. It seems to be more more difficult to deal with than a normal burn or a normal injury. Um, even Kabuto says himself, he's like, it is not healing nearly fast as it should be. Yeah, this is crazy. He, and he also Naruto. Uh,
0: It seems like Naruto is about to kill her because he knocks her away. And then Yamato, while Sakura is moving forward, Yamato is like, she does not realize that he is not in control of himself and will attack anything nearby. I do. I need to intervene. And so he makes all this wood, you know, grow up around them and uses it to snare Naruto and prevent his movements. And as he does, where Sakura lands, you see one of his tails poised above her like a spear, and I I think he was about to impale her and like
1: literally yeah. just kill her. It was about right to be there. bad. Yeah. And so it turns out that Yamato has another ability, which is that he can surround uh Naruto inside of a kind of wood spiky coffin looking thing, and then slap a seal that is in the center of his hand on the chest of Naruto connecting to a, it looks like a little gem that's around his neck. Yeah. It's and the
0: necklace that uh, Naruto won from Tsunade a while ago. And
1: yeah. they mentioned it in the flashback
0: and, that, and I didn't completely track what they were saying, but I'm just going to go ahead and assume that it's just serving as a sort of locus of the power transmission that Yamato is doing.
1: Yeah. And so what Yamato is doing is he is forcing the seal to regenerate On Naruto, and it brings him back to consciousness. Is this... We see a horrible transition where you see Naruto coming back, and his skin is gone, and it's slowly regenerating. It's pretty horrific. It looks bad.
0: Now, is this something that Yamato can do because of the Hashirama powers that he inherited? That's the impression I got. Yes. I don't know exactly
1: why Hashirama's powers work this way. It's because... It's because the his his specific Ekai Genkai allows him to create and influence life. Okay. And so that is what he is he is able to basically control the the soul and the life of Naruto in order to force him to go back underneath the power of the seal. Okay. And He's one of the only people that can do this, and that's why for the basically the rest of Shippuden, he's gonna have to travel whenever Naruto is gonna travel. Yeah. Um. So then we get the alternate timeline thing that is happening, and by <laughs> alternate timeline, I mean it's just happening at the same time. Yeah. Which mean is that- meanwhile. <laughs> Yeah, Sai is going to run up to Orochimaru and be like, hey, I got a message from Danzo. And Orochimaru is like, look, if you've got something to say from Danzo, you better pick your words I'm going to kill you. And Sai's like, okay, I'm going to say it then. And then Orochimaru is just like, Haha, spit sword.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Orochimaru loves to spit swords out of his mouth or, you know, extrude swords out of his mouth. And he has all of his snakes do it too. And it is so his jam. And I don't know, Orochimaru clearly has a history with Danzo he indicates that he was not aware that Danzo was still alive Uh, although he doesn't seem surprised by it I think it was just one of those things where he's like I hadn't heard one way or the other and it's been some time so now I know but yeah uh Sai is like well all (laughs) Orochimaru is like if you're gonna give me a message from this guy you have to pick your words or I'll kill you and Sai being the sort of uh emotionally maladjusted character that he is is just like well i don't know anything about all that all i can do is just tell you what he said and he doesn't even do that Orochimar just spits a sword at him and then uh the sword flies at sai and then there's a squelching sound that happens off screen and then the credits roll and who knows what happened
1: yeah that takes us to the end of our coverage of naruto ship it in this week and stick with us after these credits and we'll talk about what's coming on next time
0: Blake and Spencer Get Jumped is made by Forever Summer Productions and presented as part of the Geekly Grind podcast network.
1: Sound editing is done by Rashad English. He's our level 13 sound wizard. 13? Did he jump even more levels? He gained a lot of experience by defeating the Dark Lord of Smooth Jazz. Do you mean Chuck Mangione from King of the Hill? Rashad is the King of the Hill now. Damn it, Bobby. Anyway, our podcast is ad-free, and if you want to keep it that way, please consider supporting us on Patreon. Follow us on Twitter at BNS Get Jumped. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Blake and Spencer Get Jumped. Or talk to us on Reddit at reddit.com slash R slash get jumped. Also, we have a Discord server. You can find the links to that on all of our social media platforms. If you like the show, please like, subscribe, and leave a review. Reviews help
0: other listeners find our show.
1: New review episodes come out every Monday and new rewatch episodes appear every Friday.
0: And hey, thanks for listening. Hello, my name is Jeremy Snow, owner and editor-in-chief of The Geekly Grind. We interrupt your awesome, regularly scheduled programming to ensure you're aware of The Geekly Grind podcast network, of which this show is a treasured member of, If you haven't had a chance to check out our site, you can do so at thegeeklygrind.com, and while you're there, take a look at the other members of our steadily growing podcast family, including the anime-centric Blake and Spencer Get Jumped, discovering new heroes on Comic Book Keepers with Chris and Lance, exploring the vast universe of geekdom with Geek Exploration, or appreciating animation's finer details with JD's Ink and Paint Club. Escape your weekly grind at the Geekly Grind. Next time on Blake and Spencer Get Jumped, we're watching Yu Yu Hakusho episodes 51 through 54.
1: Yeah, Team Togoro is gonna use maximum minimum effort. They're just gonna not have any problems dealing with their opponents. It is just their power level is just so ridiculous. Whatever. Let's 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 get into it next week.